Welcome to the There's More Podcast. We are so glad you're here. My name is Rachel. And I'm Karen. And we are here to help women dream bigger, pray bolder, and live empowered because we believe that there's more. And today we are being joined by Brian Simmons with the Passion Translation. And it is a pretty amazing conversation, especially if you are tuned in with what is going on in our world. He actually shares a little bit of his new translation on Revelation. And boy, did it shock us with how he views the lens of God's love and translation. So we're just excited you're here with us. Welcome to the There's More Podcast. Paul Young said we interviewed him a few weeks ago and he said, the fruit of the spirit flows in the present. And I, I mean, I have just yeah. like mm. chewed yes, on that have. because I just love it so much. It just makes the present like the gift, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. that is where the fruit flows is in the present. I don't know why that was it. just like beautiful to me. Yeah. It wasn't a past tense. It wasn't futuristic. It was present because he was talking about future tripping. And I was like, yeah, yes. I knew that. <laughs> this is so good. You know, in our uh, Father's House Bible study, learning that you are lavishly loved is, I just think about, it's so basic to our Christian faith, right? It's like, God is love. He loves you. We've all grown up hearing that our whole lives. And yet, how difficult it is to receive what he so lavishly gives. He he lavishly yeah. gives everything. Forgiveness, his grace, it's all lavish. Mm-hmm. And yet there is a there's a journey. You know, how for you because like I was thinking about if I was sitting in the room with you and you're talking about love as the, you know, the entryway. How yeah. did how did you did you cha- were you challenged in receiving his love for yourself first? Uh, I was. I think we all are. You know, I was uh, <laughs> a, a drug addicted teenager. I, I was just uh, a mess, absolute wretch before I came to know Jesus. And uh, it, I couldn't understand this love. But I found that he put gold in my wounds, that where mm-hmm. I felt the, the deepest pain, that's where he filled me with yeah. his gold. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, the treasures hidden in darkness, that's what we got to do is find in people the treasures of gold that are hidden in their darkness Totally, totally. And, and to go after that. And to that's what ministry is. Mm-hmm. Ministry is 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 finding the gold yeah. in the heart, even the darkest heart, mm-hmm. because we've made in the image of God. And and I, the river of God is a river of love. And for me. That river, like every river, goes to the lowest place. And I found his love coming into my brokenness. Mm. You know, I came from a broken family. I I just, there was nothing going for me. My mind was scrambled on LSD. And uh, the fact that I can translate the Bible, I I just, uh, (laughs) you know how many times I've wept and and overwhelmed with the grace of God that he would choose me. I that's going to be a mystery they'll have to show me in heaven <laughs> the, to know that love yeah. that it, it goes to the deepest need yeah there's something about your wound mm-hmm. that draws the love of god yeah 
That's he, so good. He wants to come to there. He wants to step into that trauma. Yeah. And what the darkness is things that have been robbed from us. Mm. Treasures of darkness are the things the enemy has stolen that God wants to recover. Yeah. And those are the treasures that are like stuck in darkness. Yeah. But as we pull them out, and it can be revelation from the word, it can be you know, the secret identity of people that yes. they, they're oh so much more gosh. than they, they realize. I mean, the totally. father delighted in, in creating every single human being and the mm-hmm. son of God says, wow, I love this father. I want to, I want to put my imprint on them. Holy spirit says, I'll help yeah. <laughs> the Trinity just consumed with embedding into every human being, every created life embedding into their heart treasures of gold yeah but gold you know it has to be refined it it has to be found it has to be refined yeah and so that's what ministry is and that's what you're doing yeah uh, and your beautiful calling that you're involved with is you're finding the gold Mm -hmm. that's in the wound and in the hurt and the dark places that's where grace shines the greatest. That's where our creativity can flow. That's where our real identity can be revealed. Yes. Treasures pulled out of that dark place. Yeah. That's what uh, what we want to do yeah. with our lives, don't we? Totally. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was thinking, like, as you were speaking, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so calling out people's identity in mm-hmm. them. And people always say, Rachel, you take me up to the highest platform at you know, the Uh diving platform, and then you push me off. And that's union. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can do this. You can do this. Come with me. I'm Uh with you. And then pushing them off is like, you know, just a gentle tap. I'm not like throwing them off. (laughs) But just that gentle tap is, he was good. He was good all along. Mm. You're in him. He's in you. Uh And that just that free fall to fly. Like, I just think I'm like, if I can... If if, pe- if people know me and you and Karen the rest of our days and anyone listening as someone who says, you're enough, yes. let's go to the high dive and let's jump off and let's see how good uh, he really is. That's, you know, that's what I want to be known as, right? Oh, the you know, there's uh, uh, Colossians 1.16 has, has a secret that when people understand this, it says, in him, all things were created. Many translations use by him. But it is the Greek mm. word in, not by. Absolutely in. So in him, we were all in him and created in him. Wow. We're created in him. We are created in him. I know yes. I'm repeating this, no, but it's, it's so important yeah. that we understand that where we have come from, it's like the echoes of eternity reverberating in us when we hear the gospel. It's like that look that Adam had when his eyelids fluttered open and for the first Mm -hmm. time ever uh, a human being looked in the face of God, looked at the face of the creator. And that, that passion in our heart to see that face again, to, to see that, that sparked life that gave us, you know, personhood to know that we're in him, that in Christ, the blood of Jesus made us one now. We're as righteous as Jesus Amen. before the Father. Uh, we're a lookalike. We're yeah. everything about Jesus that can be transferred and is transferred into us. Yeah. And that just 
is mind-boggling, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I can I meditate could on that all heart. day. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I know. It's like we all need a supernatural rebirth to see our in him uh, yeah. creation. You know, yeah. I mean, really and truly, because well, so many people, you know, they, they just... They didn't experience that yeah. as children. It makes me think Rachel and I have been having some conversations this last week about atonement and how the word was actually created from putting together at one mint. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, you know, and how much for us our bringing up uh, or upbringing was that atonement really was more about appeasing an angry God yeah. as opposed to the cross was all about bringing us into oneness into the at one month. And wow, I mean, why in the world? It's like my mission in life is oh. to make sure everyone knows what uh, happened in the cross was all oh, their uh, idea to bring you into union, into sonship, amen. into the family. And we're, we're his. Yeah. Now we belong to him. We're, our, his DNA is in us. Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, by blood, which carries DNA, the sprinkling of blood upon our conscience, our very being. We carry, like Mary, the Christ of glory. We have dust and deity have mingled and kissed. And, mm. and just the human, our, our life itself, what a treasure, what a gift from mm. God. Mm. Every person viewing this today. You are such a gift from heaven. The Father gave you as a love gift to the Son. Jesus said, Father, thank you. Mm. You have given me these disciples, these lovers. And so, my. I know. I'm excited. Well, I know. I'm so excited. I'm like, ooh, ooh, that reminds me. So can we talk just for a minute on communion, Brian? Because, you know, We've read, I've read Benny's book on communion, which I love, and Joseph Prince's book, Benny Johnson's book. And so what is anything from the cutting room floor from your perspective? I know you haven't, you know, fully got into the New Testament, but what, what is something that people don't know about communion that, that you found so fascinating, even in the translation, anything? Yeah, a lot. The, The life is in the blood. Yeah. So when we take the blood, and by the way, one of the basic level 101 of communion is that it's not a symbol that we don't eat a symbol. We don't eat, you know, this is a symbol of his body. That's not what Jesus said. He said, this is my body. Wow. And when you process that, you know, you'll either walk away like his disciples did in John six, 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 or you'll, you'll take it in that we're feeding on the body of Christ, the substance of the blood of Jesus. I'm drinking that. I'm taking his life, power, glory, healing, virtue, his relationship with the Father. I'm drinking in. So in my thinking, uh, I think the love feast, the, the wedding feast is here, not in heaven. Yeah, I'm convinced it's here that we've stepped into the wedding feast in our union with Christ, because in the parable, he talks about people who don't have a wedding garment. Yeah. Well, nobody's going to be in heaven without that wedding garment. I can Mm. promise. Right. And it kicks them out into outer darkness. You know, Mm. well, Christ is our wedding garment. Yeah. And we all, we don't have to worry about what to wear. Mm-hmm. To we got a robe. Wedding. That's right. Oh, and a ring. Got it. <laughs> it's gorgeous. So we already are in this love feast. Wow. And communion is going to radically change in the next uh, generation, the next 20 years. Wow. We're going to see some of the greatest miracles 
uh, and glory released as we come as one to drink the blood and eat the body of our Lord Jesus. Acts 2.42 said the early church was built on four realities. And one of them, it was the teaching of the apostles. It was prayer, Mm -hmm. actually prayers, plural. And it was uh, fellowship, koinonia, and the breaking of bread, which is communion. So the four pillars upon which the church rests, uh, one of those, if you take that leg out, you got an unstable body, unstable church. Uh, The communion is going to be the highlight of our worship services. Wow. Not the special singer. Right. Not Not when you get a new Sunday school lesson. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be Jesus and the communion. We're going to have more of a New Testament reality of prophecy coming out at communion of people getting revelation from God, going into trances, experiencing the supernatural realm as we enter into this divine union with Jesus. Wow. Wow. That kind of sounded like we still till the trans part. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming for uh, both of us. I prophesy that over us. I'm like, please, Lord, let that happen to me. (laughs) Next we still. No, Brian, we're so right there with you. Yeah, I agree. That's huge. We take communion at at every Be Still event. We keep them in our rooms. We keep them next to the coffee pot. Yeah. And so we just. Yeah. Just how do you and Candace, do y'all take it every day? I mean, just on a practical standpoint, I'm curious. We we uh, we did a challenge with uh, on Facebook on our with our team that we would take communion every day for 30 days just to see what it would do to our mm-hmm. lives. And we got dozens and dozens of testimonies. Cool. And we should do that yeah. with our community. I, yeah. And I, I encourage people, don't take a little crumb and a sippy cup, you know, yeah. take get a loaf. Yeah. yeah. A loaf of bread, maybe pita bread or something, or just a challah bread. Get a loaf of bread. Yeah. The loaf of his presence, the bread of his presence, yeah. and, and a cup, a goblet. Get, you know, we. how much of the blood do you want? How much yeah. of the body do you want? You want a crumb? No. Like a feast. Yeah. And to really step into that reality of silencing our heart, be still, and mm-hmm. letting the Holy Spirit speak to us and yeah. his presence rise up within us and, and then we take the communion together so mm, wow yeah. awesome. that's maybe awesome. we can uh, you maybe know we'll do that online sometime yes that would oh, be really would be amazing we should, especially for go-to girls i do know that. you know we just did we actually have a, a online group that we're ministering to on monday nights and we just took it and really went oh. through and just drove a, a stake in the sand over breaking any of these things that we say run in our family, you know, this agreement that we have, the generational stuff that runs in our family and, and then just took communion with them virtually. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I know for me, you know, one of the the things that God really speaks to me as I'm especially taking the bread, the body is thinking about how it was broken for me and that by his stripes I'm healed. And it's, I just can picture that the body metabolizing to every one of the cells. I just picture it going through, like even right now, if you're listening, just picture it going through every cell in our body. We even just do it like in our minds because you're in your mind. You can see yourself taking communion and it is, you are doing it. Your brain's not discerning whether or not you're actually eating something. You can even see yourself taking it if you don't have it available. Mm -hmm. And I just, I do. I think there's so much power in it. So much power. Well, uh, we were able to introduce communion to the tribal village 
they'd never had communion. They never really knew Jesus. Yeah. So, and to bring them communion, and we would often use bananas because that's that was their bread. Yeah. Wow. They don't have bread right. out there. They every meal centered around bananas. Wow. Fried, you know, green, whatever. So we would have bananas. That's I'm sorry. Hold on. Like, oh, that there would be no gluten intolerance. Kind of non-GMO, you know. (laughs) But they to see them just weep and and realize that they're partaking in the the sacrifice, not re-crucifying Jesus, but they're feasting in the the sacrifice that Jesus made for them personally. And oh, it was so beautiful. I wish. I had an iPhone back then to record it. Oh, oh gosh, gosh, I wish you did too. Oh, I know. Would have <laughs> wow. been so well. And it's funny every time I do communion. We were I, we were in different Zoom rooms last week, and I, you know, mental torment, Brian, as you know, is, I mean, plaguing the yes, world. The I right. mean, yep. fear is just the mechanism of the enemy right now. I mean, the airwaves are fear based and we're taking those back, you know, one airwave at a time doing things like this. That's right. But you know, the mental torment, every time I see the crown of thorns go in his head and every, and I get every girl who's doing it to visualize just the drops of blood coming off his head. Because to me, that's where fear, fear is literally leaving in those drops of blood. I mean, I just, I don't know every time I do it because, you know, it's a universal, we all need to have, you know, reminded that we have the mind of Christ. And when that crown was placed on his head, I truly believe Mm -hmm. that is the place that depression, anxiety, mental torment died. If we know, if we know and believe, I mean, what it's done for us. That is so powerful and so true. The way we translated Isaiah 53, you know, by his stripes, uh, yes. we are healed. Well, he's not a zebra. So the, the it isn't really stripes. It's his in his wounding, yes. we find our healing. Yeah, right. In his wounding, we find our healing. And that he was bruised. He took that loneliness, despair isolation, feeling like nobody cares and we're unworthy, all of those thoughts that kind of, you know, just rage through our minds, stampede through our thoughts. He ends it completely. Yeah. And to have that mental victory of understanding the full, complete Mm -hmm. work of Calvary is our mind too. Like you said, those, those thorns that pierced his brow Mm -hmm. so that our thoughts don't need to be pierced and, and scattered. Yes. Oh. It makes me think of that. Romans 8, 1, I think it's in the Passion says there is, the case is closed. There's oh, no yeah. accusing voice of condemnation. Where I, will you find it? There's I literally, no left. <laughs> I, I mean, right. Because shame is, again, to me, shame is also a yes. mental, a mental oh. torment. And to know that there is no, no condemnation, mm. it's done. So looping back to Jonah, which is the last book I finished just today. Uh, I love the fact that the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time Yeah, that he, you know, God prepared the fish and he was swallowed. And, and I think in the text, it's, it's pretty clear that he died. 
that he was raised from the dead. Wow. He didn't stay alive in the belly of the fish. He was dead. And God raised him from the dead because Jesus used that illustration about his death and resurrection. Wow. Three days in dead, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, he didn't use the word dead, but in the the belly of the the fish. So I will be in the heart of the earth. So the this miracle of resurrection so that Jonah could have another chance to obey. Wow. That's how God raised a prophet from the dead because he didn't want him to die disobedient. Wow. 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 Gave him another chance. What a love <laughs> that God showed Jonah. And this is why it was so wrong for him not to have that love for the people of Nineveh. Mm. You know, the Assyrians that that he didn't care. Uh, whether they were lost or not, whether they would perish or not. He wow. didn't care. Wow. Yet he benefited by that grace of God himself. So, so many lessons. Awesome. In the I love how much uh, he's touched by that book. I want to go back. I can't wait to get it now because I can, I feel the passion that you mm-hmm. have on this, mm-hmm. how deeply that touched your heart. So I know, yeah. I mean, yeah, you I know did. how like whenever it, he's touched your heart, yeah. Everybody else is yes. going to get the same touch because you're pouring yeah. out that's, what came into you. Those, that's where the footnotes come from. Oh, yeah. gosh, you know, we love the footnotes. <laughs> some of my own deals, <laughs> my own issues that get, yeah. get touched by God. So I love it. Every time yeah. I, when you were talking about Jonah dying, I'm like, that's going to mess up some felt boards for the three-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, a few wow. books. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, well. Just kidding. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So before we go, Brian, I know we're wrapping up and people are like, no, no, keep talking. But tell us like one of the best healing stories or what anything you've, what what's God doing? I mean, on the earth, kind of big picture. You're hearing from like lots of different streams and, you know, yeah. we're not. So what, what would you say? Well, the move of God is underway, and yeah. the gospel is is racing around the world. Mm-hmm. We have uh, 125,000 Chinese a day are coming to know Jesus Christ. Wow. I've heard recently of an entire mosque that was converted in Western Africa uh, in, the, in the stands, you know, the nations that end with stand. Uh-huh. Uh, God is doing miracles. The Lord Jesus is advancing the church. One of the greatest miracles taking place on earth today is divine encounters. Jesus is unveiling himself, revealing himself in dreams, sometimes melting a wall and stepping into a room. He's showing himself that he's real. He can't be contained. He Mm -hmm. can't be limited. The church is not going to be able to limit this uh, limitless loving Savior, Jesus Christ. So revival's breaking out. Young people are coming to know the Lord Jesus. Every church that we go to, and we'll be in Tennessee this coming weekend, every church we go to, young people are coming to know Jesus. Baptisms. People are being baptized in water and spirit. Yeah. Glory is sweeping over the church. We need to lift up our heads out of the fog, you know, and realize. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I needed to hear this. Glory is coming. Yeah. It's not, it, it no more gloom. Yeah. Isaiah 9 verse 1, no more gloom. So mm, why wow. would we preach gloom when God is preaching grace? Yeah. Wow. When Jesus didn't come to condemn the world. And just like Jonah didn't want it bothered him that God showed such mercy to wicked people. Mm. That is in us at times. That's in the church too, where we, 
you know, we almost want judgment to come. Uh-huh. Is that? That's just bizarre. Where God is holding the winds of judgment back. Revelation 7, 1 and 2. The winds of judgment are being held back until the seal of God is upon our forehead and Song of Songs 8 over our heart. Mm -hmm. So this sealing of God, not the mark, it's a different word. The mark of the beast can also be translated the character of the beast. Wow! But the seal of God is ownership, union, that we have the mind of Christ, that the Holy Spirit is the mind of Christ. And we have access to the very thought life of Jesus when we yield to the Holy Spirit. So that's what's happening in our corner of the world. We, We see thousands and thousands of people uh, coming into a greater liberty and freedom and the religious spirit it's still there it's still holding people back but one by one yeah. there's being set free and coming into the fullness of the gospel yeah. that has no limit yeah no well end. you know i say you can't argue with a changed life you know you can't yeah. argue with somebody's encounter you know when you see transformation yeah. there's no denying it in we can't change ourselves. It just doesn't work that way. We've all been trying for far too long and it never worked, you know? <laughs> so, gosh, Ryan, we love incredible. You. Hey, would you just pray off gloom, off our community mm-hmm. that uh-huh. hears this and just disavow it in, yeah. in this earth, you know? And especially with the women that are going to watch this because yeah. it's a real thing, Brian, as you yeah. know. Oh, it is, yes. And we just bless you. We love you so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I was thinking any encounter with Brian and the religious spirit would go. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, oh, it runs from you, which yeah. I just so I want it to run from me too. Yeah, it so does. it's beautiful. Thank yeah, you, Lord. Well, let me let me just say thank you so much for hosting me and including me in your powerful ministry. And we're so Candace and I are so behind. Come all on. that you stand for and all that you're doing. And thank we thank you. you on behalf of the body of Christ, behalf of the church of Jesus Christ. Mm. Thank you oh. for what you're doing. And I want to say to all of you that are viewing this, that your days of depression are over. Amen. That you're coming out of the cave of Adullam. Mm. And some of you have struggled with melancholy and, and depression really from childhood Mm -hmm. and the Lord, it's not just chemical. I know it can be related to that, but it's, it's a bent of our heart and God is right now. His power driven fingers are coming right into your heart right now, molding and shaping, reshaping your heart, bending it back to this effervescent gospel of grace, a Jesus that will never fail you. And when others leave you, he never will. And this fullness of his presence is going to come upon you as I pray for you now. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, by the authority of the ascended Christ, seated on the throne and circled with with living creatures, Mm -hmm. in that name alone, we decree and declare a freedom from lifelong depression morose, melancholy, bouts of discouragement and and seeing things through a, a, a dark glass. Lord, we say the end has come. The end of the world has come. And then we're going to step into the kingdom where all is bright. There's not even the sun. It's the sun of righteousness that is the light in that temple, in that glory kingdom. And I pray 
Lord, a glory light to shine and dispel gloom once and for all as we step into the holiday season. Lord, where memories cascade over us and we get so easily torn by, by hurts and past feelings. Lord, we proclaim a glory-filled end to 2021. Amen. Lord, that we will step into the greater glory. The dawning of a new day has come. Step into the light of God's shadows forever gone and the glory of Christ ever present. Lord, I thank you for the precious women of God right now being set free in Jesus' name. Bust it open, Lord. Break it off of our hearts forever. Thank you. And Lord, let our seed, our children, <clears throat> and our descendants, let them have this fresh gospel as well mm. of the grace of God that triumphs over every darkness. Mm. Lord, thank you for what you're doing mm. in the hearts of each one today. <clears throat> I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh my gosh. Ryan, I received that from me. Me too. I yes. was like a beautiful end of 2021. <coughs> yes. yes. Yeah. yeah that was amazing. So well, Brian, one last thing we'd love to know because just listening to you and, and just the revelation that you're pouring out, I would love to know how are, are you teaching, like, for example, on the book of Revelation? Because I bet a lot of people are going to be like, okay, I, that is so different the, <laughs> to my thinking. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is what needs to be. People need to hear this. Yeah, I would wish everybody uh, to take the course that we have online, tptbibleschool.com. Mm -hmm. And I have, uh, I've done now um, four courses on Revelation. And I've only finished chapter seven. Wow. So we're doing one in May of 2022. It's called the ministry of the golden altar. Revelation eight, the coal of fire that's going to be sent to the earth to inflame us uh, with passion for Jesus. It's a whole new look of revelation. Wow. Yeah. I hint at it in the, in the introduction to the book of revelation, the printed page. Yes. But uh, I'm able to unfold it. I think I have maybe, 30 hours of instruction wow. on the unveiling, what it means, the language of God and the, the four levels of biblical interpretation and the, the model of, of the secrets of God, the depths of God's heart coming forth in these last days. Wow. I think people will get the spirit of revelation on them just by taking that course. I hope though, mm. I hope you all will yes. check it out. Oh and, yeah. Uh, Sounds amazing. You know, if one person wants to get the course, they can show it to a thousand. I don't care. So oh, you're so you can, precious. Uh, use it however you want. It's yours yeah. for life once oh, you get it. That's awesome. Well, mm. we love you so much. Give Thank Candace you. a big hug. We bless you, you, Brian. Bless you. We love you. Thank you so much. We're behind you all the way. Thank Thanks. you. Bye -bye. Talk soon. Bye, man.